Previously on Wove Inspiration. I want to make this network huge. I want every single single mom in the U.S. to know who we are, to know that there's someone out there who's willing to support them. There's someone out there who's willing to listen to their story. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Well, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today I have such a, a special guest on my show today. Her name is Carol Allen. Carol, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great this morning. It is oh. such a nice morning. Yes, thank I'm you really so much for that. Thank you so much for being on the show today. So let's tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, um, as you know, my name is Carol Allen. Um, I've been in the school system for about um, 27 years. I'm a seasoned urban educator, which means I've been in the urban school system. And um, I, right now, I am a substitute teacher in Virginia, uh, I've been in the urban school system in D.C., uh, not in Virginia, but in D.C., but I sub in Virginia now. Um, I call myself the multifaceted diamond in the rough because I'm still a work in progress. Hey. <laughs> I'm very passionate about God um, and the youth of my community. Mm-hmm. I am very, very passionate about our youth. Um, okay because we need to do something as a, a community, as a uh, tribe, um, to turn our youth around. Mm-hmm. Even though they may not been, have been birthed by us, we need to do it because they are our future. What is our future like without um, the, the youth mm-hmm. and um, in, them leader, in their leadership positions and things like that that are coming forth in the future? Um, we're going to be the elders, so they're going to be taking care of us. So we need to make sure that um, our youth are on point. Amen to that. That's one thing that I would like your audience to know. You know, each one teach one, Mm -hmm. not just your own. Don't just worry about your own children. There's another child out there that would love for you to mentor them. Mhm mhm and that used to be a time where you know in in the neighborhood at least the neighborhood that I grew up in that um it didn't matter whose parents is who if you got in trouble your your mama going to get you and your neighbors <laughs> going to get you and it it didn't matter because that was the type of of uh, community that um it should have been like where everybody is taking care of everybody and their children as well and for some reason we've just kind of just strayed away from all of that and it's pretty sad actually i know so what made you decide to actually start teaching i didn't hear you i'm sorry i said how uh what made you decide to start teaching oh um my love for children um and also uh, i'm in a family of teachers (laughs) okay okay all my cousins are teachers and um i 
I've just been exposed to that. And so what, um, what um, actual subjects were you teaching and oh, are teaching? I, was, um, I started out as an um, English teacher, mm-hmm. English language arts in the parochial schools of um, Maryland. Okay. And then um, I taught in my elementary school. I went back to my elementary school, which was a Catholic school in D.C., um, St. Benedict. Mm-hmm. And um, I taught there. Okay. I'm always willing to give back because someone is always, um, some child or some um, one is always willing to, you have, you need your supply. Mm-hmm. So we have to not just hold on to our supply. We just have to spread it out. Right, right. Because there's need everywhere. Taught any teenagers as well or just the elementary, middle school grade? Well, um, elementary and when in elementary i was in the um um our elementaries they went up to sixth grade um when i first started teaching now the elementaries i think it's they stop at four or five now Mm -hmm. and then it goes to middle school but i was a um i started out as a um fifth grade teacher okay and um i really love the upper grade children that's that's really my passion. I like the babies too, but it's just something about the upper grade children. When that light goes, light bulb goes off. Yeah, they have learned a skill, or they come back with you with something that you have taught them. And you're like, wow, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm the kind of person where I see a child, and somebody else may see something bad about the child, mm-hmm. but I see maybe you know they're going to be a future leader. They're going to be um something great. I always see greatness in a child, even if they've committed any kind of crimes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Because at one point I was in, um, in the summer program and I was the head of the the summer rec program and I had middle school, I had high school students. So, um, that was an experience as well. You know, it taught me to be compassionate. It taught me to understand others. Um, they had taught me a whole lot, the um, um, high school students. You know, some of them had babies already. Some of them were just um, into all kinds of things, you know, as far as criminal um, things, seeing, um, seeing um, the probation officers, and I'm having to deal with certain things like that. So it kind of taught me a lot. And to really learn the insides of what made them make their choices that they did. Yeah. And a lot of them, they didn't choose to make those choices. Mm-hmm. It was because they didn't have a background to, or someone in the background to assist them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the um, kids that you've taught um, made, I guess that their environment has really um, affected them and that, um, like you were mentioning the teenagers and that had, uh, kids of their own and everything, and depending on what environment that they've been, they were raised in. A lot of times, the, the kids environment, want to yes, be, yeah. A lot of times, they want to go when they get to school. That's kind of like their relief. What is, What is your opinion about what's going on with these um, schools today, as far as these school shootings and stuff like that? These these teenagers. I'm, I'm not well. Not even just teenagers. Even some of the uh, middle school kids. 
are, are bringing guns for, I guess, protection or whatever the case is. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm against, you know, um, the firearms um, and things like that mm -hmm. and having the teachers carry firearms. And I'm against that because it's very dangerous. And for someone to regulate me as a teacher, whether I am in whatever um, level of school that I'm in, to, be, to um, tell me to carry a firearm, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, that's that's, that, that's just too much. You know, teachers are mothers, they're social workers, they're everything, you know, and now they want us to be law enforcement officers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's just too much. Yeah, it, it's it's getting a little bit out of hand and everything. And then with the education system or the Secretary of State that we have in, in office now um, trying to eliminate a lot of the uh, programs that are out there, specifically uh, mm -hmm. yeah, spe specifically the um, special um, needs kids. Yes. And, and yes. those children, they're, they're like, they're my heart as well. Um, I wish I could, Definitely. you know, work Definitely. with them as well. But I think that they get put on the back burner, which is really yes, sad. So have you ever worked um, with any special needs kids as well? Well, per se, they have not been labeled special needs, but a lot mm -hmm. of our urban children, they have been living in war zones. They have post-traumatic stress syndrome, a lot of anger, and um, just from living in that environment. Mm -hmm. And no one has really addressed that, you know, um, that some of the teachers that are coming in, uh, the colleges are not teaching, you know, you know, the emotional part of um, a child like they should um, and how to deal with that. Because you got to be, you have to be really, really sensitive to their needs. You know, they may be angry, but they're not really angry at you. They're angry because they can't get out what they need to get out from the inside. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I just, I just, you know, I just have a special something. It just isn't, God must have put a special something inside me for, for um, kids mm -hmm. because I'm very, very compassionate. Um, I just see things differently. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that they need to take the, these programs out of these schools, especially these urban schools. Yeah. Um, we really, really need it um, because the school that I was at, it was war zones. Um, when the kids would go home, it was just terrible. I remember I was in an incident where I did a home visit and I was sitting in a car waiting for a coworker. And then all of a sudden, guns started coming out of nowhere and they were putting the guns underneath cars and everything. And see, I'm very naive. I came from a, the Catholic school system. We don't know nothing about that, you know. <laughs> We lived in a hood, but we I was in a two-parent home. I just didn't see stuff like that. Yeah. And it really bugged me out, you know, but I had to go back and say, what is the reason that they're doing that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's wow. Trying to evaluate. I, I do a lot of evaluation in certain things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I had to evaluate the reasons that they do things and look beyond some of the stuff that they do not, you know, giving them a pass to do it. No, I'm not saying that, but um, just, just try to evaluate why they are doing certain things. 
-hmm. why a child come to school and then um, is so upset and angry. But did the teacher say, hey, how are you today? How was your weekend? What's going on? Can I give you a hug? And that's, you know, they don't even want you to hug the, the students anymore. Yeah. Because of, you know, it's just so much stuff as far as being a teacher. They don't want you to do, you know, because they can say it's sexual and all of this stuff. And it's just sad, you know, how what our education system has come to. Yeah. I'm really disgusted. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's changed a whole lot since I was in school, that's for sure. Cause I remember back in the day when I was in when I was in middle school, we actually had teachers that still used the ruler as a means <laughs> of discipline. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, they didn't well, actually we did have one that had a paddle. Um, it was a pretty big paddle. He never really, you know, of course he didn't never really hit someone really hard, but the fact that he had it out. Uh, to use when he needed to uh, was very threatening. <laughs> but don't try that today because oh, no. the kids mama, have, mama, daddy, the whole family be down there fussing. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. the kids have the ability to call CPS on people yeah. as well, which is really crazy. But, you know, yeah, times have really changed in our education and our school system. Yeah. And um, I just... You know, the only thing that we can do is continue to pray for yes, the definitely. children and, and also and also the teachers that really, like yourself, have a passion mm-hmm. for, uh, for these kids for uh, today. Um, so there's one thing that you um, had mentioned on your, um, on your bio, um, your vision, which is a, a foundation for millennial single mothers who oh, have to yeah. forego their education. I'm in the process of um, um, starting a foundation for millennial single moms. Okay. Um, who had to forget, for, forego their education in order to care for their children. Okay. So um, this is the reason why I started have an entrance in single mom. My mom was a single mom before I was born and um, at an early age and she became a single teen mom in the 1940s when I was just a Mm no-no. But her mom wasn't there. Um, Her mom died when she was young. So she didn't have, um, you know, the mother figure as some of us have had. So she had to drop out of school to raise her children. And then she started working at the federal government. I think she told me she started working at the federal government at 15, Mm -hmm. something like that. (laughs) And I don't know how she did that, but, but she did. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh And then after around 30, she started, um, she got married. She met my dad and they got married. That's when they had me. And then while I was in elementary school, she, um, Got finally got her GED. She went to night school while I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one of my passions and my reason for the foundation, okay. as well as I, let me go back to um, the sixth grade mm-hmm. um, um, in elementary school that I was teaching at. I had a student um, who had gone through a lot of stuff, um, just a lot of stuff because her mom passed when she was young. So she was being raised really by her uncle. And there was some things going on in there where um, 
um, he couldn't pay certain things like they didn't have water and, you know, heat and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I, so she told me because she had really befriended me. Um, and so she had a brother and a sister and I kind of befriended them, but I was kind of scared to befriend them because I was a teacher and I didn't want it to, you know, get back, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, get back to my principal and maybe something will happen terribly mm -hmm. you know, because of it. Because, you know, sometimes when you be befriend people, it goes all wrong and it doesn't, you know, um, it doesn't come out the way you want it to come out. Right. So um, I call her my student men mentee. She has a similar story to my mom. As I said, um, both of her parents, by the time she was in her teens, they um they were gone. She didn't have any um body but her sister and her brother. And her sister was um like um just graduating from high school, and her brother was still in um high school or either middle school. I'm not sure. And so um I kind of like became her mentor, and so I just made sure I always checked up on them and made sure everything was okay and um, tried to, you know, lift her up and um, give her things that she didn't have. Mm -hmm. um, like if she was going to graduate or something like that um, from a school, you know, I would make sure she had what she needed and things like that. Well, lo and behold, now um, she did. She had to drop out of school because she got pregnant when she was in high school, oh. which I did not like at all. But she knows that too. Yeah, <laughs> I was disappointed, um, you know. But I stayed in her life, and um, she had a son, and she had to drop out of school to raise her son. So she went to work, and she started going to school part time. And she finally got her high school diploma this year. I'm so excited. Oh, praise God. And um, she's now on her way to college. Um, she wants to be, and she told me, um, you know, at a graduation, she wanted to be a future educator. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Okay. That warms my heart. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, you just don't know <laughs> what you're getting into. And so she wants to open up her own um, daycare, like for the babies, have her own daycare. So she's going to be an entrepreneur, too. Awesome. So um, she got that from me, entrepreneur, you know, multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. You have to have that, you know. So um, you don't have to continue to work for someone else. Amen. Amen so, to that. Yeah, so she's 27 now, and she's doing really, really well. I am so, so proud of her. And when she graduated and walked across that stage and got her high school diploma, she went to a school where they have, um, um, they have, they graduates um, around her age, like 27, 25, um, 60 you know, all different adults. Okay. It was an adult high school that they have. And it's an excellent school, an excellent school. So um, they need to have more of that as yeah. well. And um, another thing I would like to say about schools, they need to incorporate entrepreneurship in schools. Mm -hmm. You know, they're always teaching kids to work for someone else. But what if a child doesn't, you know, desire to work for some someone else? 
you know, I know at one point they used to have plumbing, you know, teaching plumbing, mm-hmm. teaching sewing, teaching carpentry, you know, things like that, skills. Yeah. Um, so people can have their own business. They stopped all that. They cut all that out of the schools now. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, they had even uh, home ec yeah, <laughs> classes home ec. learn how to cook and stuff <laughs> like that, where you could start your own um, baking business or something like that. So, yeah, I agree. They really should bring that back into into the school system for sure. Yeah, they need to. They really need to. And if I ever, you know, that's my dream to have a school. You know, not just for the um, millennial single mom, but to have a, a school that tailors entrepreneurship. Okay. I would love to do that. Yeah. You know? So if any like listeners it. are out there. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something that needs to yeah. be invested um, definitely, in. Definitely, definitely. So I wish that when I was younger, um, I had been um, exposed to entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and kind of my dad, he was like a taxi driver, so he was his own entrepreneur. Yeah, he sure but, was. But you know, it wasn't called that. Right, it was just called a job, and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a job. <laughs> and that was. But he it. worked for himself. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So, what can you say to those millennial moms that may be listening? The single moms that you know they may have a desire to go out and and get an education, but because of being a single mom, it's kind of hard for them to, to, you know, find a way to make the time to go back to school. So what could you suggest to those people? First of all, I want to congratulate them for being a mother. Yeah. You know, that's one of the hardest jobs in the world. And even though I'm not um, a blood mother by birth, um, of Chatar, my goddaughter, I call her my goddaughter. Um, I I kind of understand some of the things that they go through, but they can, you know, I cannot figure how in the world they get through labor and all that other stuff. I don't think I could have done it. <laughs> God knew what was best for me. <laughs> so, but I commend them, first of all, for being a mother. Because that's the, and to be single doing it by yourself, I applaud you. And you have greatness in you. And all you have to do is just tap into that. Think about something that you want to do, your passion, and just tap into that. Make, do vision boards. Um, that's what I used to do with um, Chatar. I used to give, tell her to do vision boards. Pick something out of this world that you think that you can't do. And when I first started um, at being her teacher, she would have never thought to be an educator. She would have never thought to be an entrepreneur. And now, you know, her her um, her um, vision has risen to be so much better. And I told her, I said, you can be so much better than an educator. Mm-hmm. You can be so much better than an entrepreneur. You know, you can be, now they have multi-entrepreneurs now, all different kinds. You know, you have different kinds of businesses and classes of businesses. Yeah. You know, you don't have to settle for anything. You can be what you want to be. Now, it took Chitara 
let's see, um, she graduated, she dropped out of school, I think at, at 18 and didn't get her diploma. And it took her, she went through GED classes and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I was teasing her and I told her, I said, you're not going to graduate until you and Amari, her son, are going to graduate at the same time. When he walk across the stage, you're going to be walking across the stage. And I used okay. to laugh at her uh, about that. And she used to say, no, don't do that because I'm going to do what I'm going to do what I'm going to do. But mm -hmm. it took her, let's see, almost seven years in order to do it. And she struggled. She cried. She, she fought. She did whatever she had to do to get that diploma. And she told me last year, she said, I'm going to get it this year. And I said, okay, you tell me that every year. Okay. Okay. I don't know what it was, but she made a point and she studied and she passed those tests and she got it. And she got the high school diploma. I know the GED is hard too, but mm -hmm. to get the high school diploma and go through all of those classes that the high school students have to have and, um, um, do volunteer work and stuff like that. That is hard, yeah, you know, is. and to work and to have taken care of a child by yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can do whatever you put your mind to. That's right. That's right. And you can, and there's plenty of support out there as well that. And don't uh, worry about those haters. I say haters are the, the elevators to your success. So just step <laughs> on over them. And hey, I like that. <laughs> because like when you, you get up there, you can say hi to them while they down there, or you can lift them up. Eventually, you can lift them up. That's awesome. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. motivate our young folks because there are no <laughs> limits. It's always going to be haters. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there has to be because those are the individuals that are looking at you, trying to figure out why they're why the person is going up and they can't do the same thing that they're doing so there's got to be a little jealousy here and there but you know what these young adults here that have the, that are single mothers there is a way for you to become who god predestined you to be so i will we we really want to push you and make yes. sure that you are doing what god has called you to do and there are no limits at yes. all no yeah. limits and so, let's not forget about those single dads that are making it happen yeah. too yeah, that's true. absolutely yes yeah and, and it's actually seems like it's more more single dads that's right they're stepping up and stepping up to the plate and doing that's what they right. do that's yeah. awesome and some of them are just being dads and raising these kids mm -hmm. i applaud them as well Absolutely, absolutely. So, Carol, do you have any um, any other upcoming events or projects that are in the works at this time? Um, I do. I have a lot of hobbies and things like that. Um, okay. Um, right now, um, I'm doing 25 in a process. I've been hired to do 20. I'm a. I do gift baskets. Okay. Personal design gift baskets. Um, the client will tell me what they want in the gift basket and I will come up with um, the uh, contents of the gift basket. Okay. And I, you know, they give me some suggestions. Sometimes they don't give me some suggestions. Like this one, they, they just said, look, I need 25 gift baskets. You did Valentine's Day. 
Now you go over what you did for Valentine's Day. And so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And the Valentine's Day was just seven. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I said, okay. So I shut down everything else and I got in God's presence and he told me what to put in those baskets. So I'm in the process of finishing up the baskets. So they will be um, on my um, Facebook page. Okay. Um, and my Facebook page is Gift Baskets by Agape. Hey, that's so good. All right, I, all right. And they're for mothers. Um, and I have a lot of stuff in there. Um, okay. I'm not going to say what it is because they may be listening. Yeah. <laughs> I like to surprise them. Okay. And so, you guys, Mother's Day is coming up. Fellas, babies, children, whoever's, whoever's listening, Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. So you definitely need to reach out to... Miss Carol Allen, so she can make you all some baskets for Mother's Day. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so what other um, social medias can people um, uh, reach I'm you? on um, Instagram and I'm um, Sparkling Sea Boss on Instagram. Okay. Um, I have uh, Facebook, I said, um, is um, Sparkling Sea Boss as well. Okay. Facebook. Sparkling Sea Boss and um, Instagram, my handles. Um, also, I'm in the health and wellness business. Okay. Um, I work for a health and wellness company um, that has great plant-based products. We've been in business for about 18 years. We're a Christian-based business. Okay. And if you're interested in any products or you would like to join the business, you can contact me as well. Um, my website is Carol Allen, Carol with an E. I'm special now, Carol with an E. <laughs> C-A-R-O-L-E, Allen, A-L-L-E-N, dot itworks.com. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, yes, so I, I do multiples of things because yeah. I just can't just, you know, do one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see but that. You, I just like to do a lot. Busy. <laughs> but you have to be organized to be able to do a lot, do that a lot is, of different things. So, that is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And so when I push myself, because I had a problem with organization. So I said, well, let me do more than one thing and see if I can do it. And then that will help me with my organization. So yeah. I kind of challenged myself as well. Okay, then. Um, well, you definitely doing it. <laughs> That's for sure. And I love everything that I do that, you know, I just love it. It's a passion. So yeah. if people can find their passion and just do it, whatever it may be, you know, it may be just the littlest thing, but it's big for you. Um, and I've been doing gift baskets as a hobby for so long, mm-hmm. you know, so long. Okay. So, Carol, do you have any last words for our listening audience? I just want everybody to um, do what they love. Do what they love and be what you love. And also pull someone up, especially one of our teens, especially one of our middle school students, especially one of our young students in elementary school. Um, Make, make yourself uh, involved in a school. 
Um, even if you go to that school for just a career day, just to tell the kids about what you do, those kids are so excited when people come and tell what you do as far as your career. They love career day. They love career day. So just, just get involved. You know, we have to sometimes get, get out of our comfort zone. And that's what I'm doing today. This is my first podcast. And I was oh, so scared. <laughs> I was on Facebook this morning. I said, y'all pray for me. <laughs> oh, Carol, you did all right you my voice that my voice doesn't go. <laughs> so Carol. I'm just pulling myself out of my comfort zone. And if I can do it, you can do it. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, this is awesome. I'm so glad and privileged to be you, you know, you being on my show and this being your first time being on a podcast. So yes. I'm, and I'm, enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Amen. You may Amen. have to be my mentor one time. Okay, then I can do that. <laughs> I can definitely do that. Well, Carol, it has been a privilege and honor to have you on the show today. I have truly enjoyed talking to you about schools and everything. And you know what, we may have to set up another time for us to uh, talk even more about our school system. And yeah. maybe even, you yes. know, do kind of like a co-host thing, because this is a hot topic that really needs to be addressed. And, yes. and, and, and people need to understand our, our babies are our future. And we need to get we need to get out there and get and do some things with our little kids so that they can do what they were purposed to do as well. Yes, yes. From generation to generation. So, yes. Carol, I yes. really appreciate this, you. Um, you know, this this school to jail. Yes, exactly. You know, because Definitely. it's a better way. It's a better way. There's we didn't. The children did not grow up bad. There's no child that God put on his hurt that started out bad. That's Somebody right. had to teach those skills. That so we is need to true. unteach them. Absolutely. So example. You, we have to be the example. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, no, no. Stop saying no. Um, it's not my child. Mm-hmm. It's your child. Because that may be the child that will take care of you when you get to your old age. Mm-hmm. You never know. That is absolutely true. Well, Carol, it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you on my show today. And um, I just thank you so much for for taking time out of your schedule to be on here, okay? Thank you so much. You so are. Much. I really enjoyed myself. Hey, that's I'm glad. Then mission accomplished. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day. God bless. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to Wove Inspiration. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at W-O-V-E Inspiration. If you want to leave a comment or question, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at W-O-V-E Inspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope everyone has an awesome day and keep moving forward.